the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Amen. Hold to God's unchanging hands. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and our friends. We are delighted that we can come together in person as well as uh, online to give worship and praise to our Lord on this, the final Sunday of 2023. God has been good to us, and we are here to say thank you to him and to worship him and to lift up his name because he is worthy of all praise. The title of the message today is Live One Day at a Time. Live One Day at a Time. This is not only the last Sunday of 2023, but the last day of 2023. The year seems to have gone by so quickly. When we are young, the year cannot go by fast enough. But when you get past 50, each year seems to get shorter and shorter. And indeed, some of us, including myself, wish time would stand still for a while. Looking back over 2023, I can testify that God has been mighty good to me. The fact that I'm alive and in good health on this, the last day of the year, is certainly a cause for thanksgiving and praise to our God. Some who started the year with us are now with the Lord. Others are presently on beds of illness, suffering pain and discomfort. Others have gone through sorrow due to the loss of loved ones. They have gone through discouragements, trials and tribulations of one kind or another. Whether 2023 was good or bad for us, we tend to look to the new year with many hopes and dreams. Jesus, whose miraculous birth we just celebrated, told his disciples in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 34, which was read for us by Brother Ron Marlowe, Don't worry about tomorrow. It will take care of itself. 
you have enough to worry about today. In the Living Bible paraphrase I like, it says, So don't be anxious about tomorrow. God will take care of your tomorrow too. Live one day at a time. 2024 is not promised to us, but if God, by his grace, enable us to enter it, we need to do so with Jesus' view of life, to live one day at a time. So what does this mean for us? First, it means that we must forget or bury much of the past. The ability to recall the past distinguishes man from the lower animals. What would life be without memory? The mind's treasure house of rich experiences. The silken cord binding all our yesterdays to the present. Again and again, God says to his people, remember. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, God says through Solomon, don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor them in your youth before you grow old and say, life is not pleasant anymore. Remember him before the light of the sun, moon, and stars is dim to your old eyes. And rain clouds continually darken the sky. Our Lord himself sanctified this noble faculty of memory when he instituted the Last Supper as a mystical link between the past and the present. In Luke chapter 22 and verse 19, we read, Jesus took some bread in his hands and gave thanks for it. He broke the bread and handed it to his apostles. Then he said, this is my body, which is given for you. Eat this as a way of remembering me. It is a function of the brain to enable us not only to remember, but to forget. Our trouble is not that we forget what ought to be remembered, but that we remember what ought to be forgotten. The hurts, the insults, the put-downs, the criticisms, the lies spread about us, and all the negative things that we have to deal with. Some of us need to conduct a little funeral ceremony, not a mournful affair, but a joyful occasion, the burying of our past. In one grave, we might bury our past sins, those skeletons which we have carried around with us throughout 2023. Do not carry in 2024 the sins of the past for which you have already received God's forgiveness. Bury your past sins once and for all. Let the blood of Jesus cover them. The psalmist in Psalm 103 and verse 12, not in your outline, says, As far as the east is from the west, 
So far has he removed our transgressions from us, and we need to believe that and to act upon it. In another grave we might bury our failures, the blunders made at work, at home, and with our friends. If allowed, failure can be like a ghost that haunts us. It can destroy all that we have accomplished as we punish ourselves day and night by reliving our negative experiences. Bury your failures before you enter 2024. There should also be a grave for our successes because if these figure too largely in our minds, they'll become impediments instead of incentives, stumbling blocks instead of stepping stones. They can lead to false pride and cause us to think more highly of ourselves than we should. But in another grave, we might bury our annoyances, the insults and injuries from other people, which our minds have magnified out of all proportion. They can cause us to be bitter, and bitterness will eat at our soul like acid. And the last grave should be reserved for our sorrows, not this sense of bereavement, which we all must go through, but the morbid, introspective self-pity that makes us intolerable to ourselves and to everyone else. The Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 3, 13 and 14, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. It is something we all need to do to forget the things that are behind, past and gone. We can do nothing about them. There's no point in holding on to them. Never be intimidated by the defeats and disappointments of the past. Those things happened yesterday. Today is a new day. And God gives us a new day every 24 hours. So bury the past, whatever it may have been, and let God's forgiving grace make you a new person with a new life to live and a new day in which to live it. But the second point is that living one day at a time means to cease anticipating the future. I'm not suggesting that we should not make provision for the future. We all should. For God does not want us to be a burden uh, to, uh, to others or to depend on public charity if we can help it. When Jesus said, live one day at a time, he is telling us not to be so concerned for the future that we forget to live in the present. All of us have the tendency of allowing our hopes and fears and worries for next week and next year to mortgage our happiness today. An eminent psychologist some years ago asked 3,000 persons, the question, what are you living for? He was shocked to discover that 90% of them were simply putting up with the present while they waited for the future, waited for something to happen, waited for marriage, waited for someone to die, waited for retirement, waited 
for tomorrow while today slipped by unnoticed. They were all looking through binoculars, as it were, at some beautiful scene in the future while missing the, the, the present. Jesus said in Matthew 6.34, Don't worry about tomorrow. It will take care of itself. You have enough to worry about today. Now think of all the things that happened to you during the past 12 months. Think especially of the disappointments, the broken hopes, the shattered dreams, the illnesses, the sorrows. Intolerable as they seemed at the time, you managed to bear them and you're here now. But if someone had told you last January that they would happen, the anticipation would have driven you out of your mind. On the other hand, you can look back now and see that much of your anxiety was unfounded. For the things that did concern you so much a year ago never really happened or else took place in a manner far more bearable than you had imagined. I know that doctors have told some of you what medical science says might happen to you in 2023. But medical science does not have the last word. God does. And so the message from heaven to you today is trust your heavenly father and live one day at a time. Don't try to live in the future, for the future has not yet been given to you. Follow the counsel of Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 8, where Solomon says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Never rely on what you think you know. Remember the Lord in everything you do, and he will show you the right path, the right way. Never let yourself think that you are wiser than you are. Simply obey the Lord and refuse to do wrong. If you do, it will be like good medicine, healing your wounds and easing your pains. But number three, living a day, one day at a time, means having a great sense of urgency about the present. Accept each day as a gift from God and live it to the full knowing that you will never pass this way again. It means following a pattern of living, a sane, balanced pattern of work, worship, and play that makes each day a miniature lifetime. A successful businessman was asked what he would do if he learned the world was coming to an end at midnight on a given day. He replied that he would rise at his usual hour, go to his office and carry on his business in the same Christian manner he had always tried to maintain. At the close of the day, he said he would return home to have dinner with his family. If it was Wednesday evening, he would go to the church to prayer meeting as he did every week. Then he would go to bed at the usual hour and fall asleep with complete confidence 
in the continuing love of God. So the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 5, 16, and 17, make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. Don't live carelessly and thinkingly. Make sure you understand what the Master wants. And the New Century Version uh, translates the same verse. Use every chance you have for doing good because these are evil times. So do not be foolish, but learn what the Lord wants you to do. So the Christian's response to evil times, times in which we're living. In fact, um, many older people just can't understand what's going on because things have changed so drastically and times have become so evil. But I would say, if our response as Christians is not to give up in despair, not to think that God is not in charge, but to make the most of every chance that we get to display our faith in God by doing good, by helping somebody, and um, allowing people to, to know that there is hope. Look at the example of Jesus. Did ever a man show more res- respect for time? Did ever a man move with a greater sense of urgency? He had three brief years to accomplish a mission of eternal significance. Mark, in his gospel, tells us that Jesus had no leisure even to rest. No leisure from what? No leisure from playing with little children, from speaking, from, from spending whole nights in prayer, from talking with Nicodemus at midnight and a Samaritan woman at midday from healing broken bodies and restoring broken souls. Jesus is a master of the art of using time, and he calls us to share his secret when he said, don't be anxious about tomorrow. God will take care of your tomorrow too. Live one day at a time. And then number four, living one day at a time means having a strong faith in God. The Christian life is the life of faith from first to last. We are saved by faith, we are kept by faith, we walk by faith, we pray by faith, we worship by faith. All we do, we do by faith if we are to please God. So why is faith so important? Because it is the way we receive everlasting life. It is a means of access to God. It is the only way to please God. It is the key to answered prayer, and it is the title deed to all that God has promised. Hence, to live one day at a time involves a strong faith in God. As the writer to the Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 11, 1 and 2 says, to have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see, It was by faith that people of ancient times won God's approval. See, faith makes real the things that we hope for. It gives conviction to our dreams. It makes the things we hope for so real that it is as if we already had them. 
Faith sees the invisible, believes the incredible, asks for the unthinkable, and celebrates when the impossible becomes a reality. This is the faith we need to live one day at a time. Living by faith means to take a step without knowing where it will lead you. Christ calls us to follow him wherever he leads, whatever it costs. The writer in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2 says, Let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, on whom our faith depends from beginning to end. He did not give up because of the cross. On the contrary, because of the joy that was waiting for him, he thought nothing of the disgrace of dying on the cross. And he is now seated at the right side of God's throne. Faith can see a light at the end of the tunnel. Faith can see a rainbow in the midst of a storm cloud. Faith can see the sunrise coming although the night be dark. Faith is not afraid to trust God, regardless of our health or finances or family situation or our job situation. Therefore, with this faith, we need to live one day at a time. Much can be learned from the techniques of Alcoholics Anonymous. AA encourages its members to begin each day by resolving not to touch alcohol for 24 hours. But AA does not pretend the alcoholic can achieve this daily self-discipline by himself or by herself. The alcoholic must acknowledge his or her own weakness and rely on a power greater than himself or herself. And the same is true for all who are seeking to live the Christian life one day at a time. We cannot do it by ourselves. We need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to do right and to live right. Only God can help us to live without anxious anticipation of the future. We need to have a strong faith in God, the God who can create blessings out of burdens, hope out of despair, something out of nothing, and gladness out of sadness. Put God first, and he will put you first. You can leave tomorrow in his hands and start living one day at a time. If you are going to move today's mountains, you have got to trust God. If you are going to solve today's difficult problems, you have got to trust God. If you are going to bear today's heavy burdens, you have got to trust God. If you are going to fulfill today's responsibilities, you have got to trust God. And if you are going to overcome today's frustrations, you have got to trust God. Tomorrow is in God's hands. Trust him with it and live one day at a time. He will give you courage to face your crises. He will sustain you through trials and tribulations. He will lift you up above the shadows of sorrow and he will provide you with the assurance you need in times of trouble. Live one day at a time and trust God's power. Rely on his mercy. Hold to his unchanging hand. Stand on his word. Believe in his promises and keep your eyes on him. 
He'll be there when you need him. Just keep the faith and never cease to pray. Just walk upright. Call on him noonday or night. He'll be there. He'll be there. There's no need to worry. For God never fails. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 2-4. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.